what's up check out champagnesharks.com to find all the links you need related to the show you can find the merchandise you can find the patreon page you can find anything you need the youtube page and different links yeah so also for people who want to go and find out about the merchandise that's probably one of the easiest ways to find it is to go there and yeah it's basically what you need to know we have shirts mugs and notebooks and all types of good stuff there so go to champagnesharks.com and that's like your one-stop shopping for links for anything to do with the show so yeah youtube page soundcloud page merchandise page all that good stuff and without further ado let's get to the show champagne sharks what up y'all this is kenny i'm here with vita let's say what's up to the people vita what up i haven't been on uh in a while um but look follow us on twitter champagne sharks you can follow us on twitch you can find us on youtube all champagne sharks also become a subscriber patreon champagne sharks you can find me on twitter at lazarus got life and vita which twitter page are you using right now because you was banned on both of them <laughs> um at Lifestar media so that's just okay. the key one yeah and this is you know a lot of the fans they love when we do this where it's just the sharks you know what i'm saying so this is another one of those usually it's me and mario i don't think me and t has ever really did just solo me and t but it's usually me and mario and um i should send the link to mario's if you want to get on but um this is we just chopping it up but um we was having a good conversation before we even started recording about the situation with the brother kevin kelly from true kitchen in dallas texas and uh the video has been viral it's 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 been everywhere uh he was on ricky smiley yesterday and he was um, angry because there were some some of his patrons were twerking in his restaurant. And this just to paint a picture, this is not a lounge or a club that has a you know a lounge connected. This is a sit down and eat restaurant. This is um, no different than um, Ruth Chris or, you know, uh, what's the one in New York that everybody goes to in Harlem? I don't know. Maestro's. No, 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 no. It's the one that Bill Clinton always goes to and all these different, you know. Are you talking to the wrong one? I don't know. This is all the bougie. That, beef. I have no clue. <laughs> that bougie restaurant in Harlem. Um, I forgot Club? what it's called. Cotton Club? What? <laughs> <laughs> what was Louis Armstrong playing the horn too? Shit. Ain't <laughs> no damn Cotton Club, Negro. <laughs> Lena Horn has a full set. What you mean? So, uh, what, is, what is the name of the... Um, Harlem Soul Food Spot. Uh, it's called. Um, I have no clue. Sylvia's. Oh, is that bougie? Yeah, it's very. You know, Bill Clinton. You know, remember when Bill Clinton was? Uh, I think Bill Clinton was not in office anymore, and he's. Oh, I've got an office in Harlem, and all that bullshit. Um, he was eating there, and you know, that's where the bougie people go. Bill Cosby, all the bougie people go to Sylvia's, um, and I heard that you know they treat the black people like crap that come in there, but they kiss everybody else's ass. But you know, that could be could be a rumor. Can't be I don't spreading know. rumors. Don't say. It. Could I'm be like, a rumor. I was about to say that sometimes people like have their own bad experience, and then they like turn it into like, oh, this is how they treat all the black people. No, they just didn't like you. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> so it's a restaurant. It's a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. Um, they're playing, but the music that they're playing is like almost like club music. So people are yeah, feeling, it's trap music. They're playing right. uh, and no. they're drinking. People are yeah. drinking. they're serving alcohol. So people are drinking. Yeah. So you know, someone decides to. I guess a few people, or a few, according to him, a few tables of women decided to get up and start twerking. Um, and he asked them to stop. This is what he says. He asked. He asked them to stop. Um, and they continue to do it. Um, one lady in particular continued to continue to do it. That I think that's the clip that's going around. The girl who did it again. So he comes back and he basically starts 
yelling at the yelling in the middle of the restaurant, not just to those women, but to the, everyone in the restaurant, just yelling, saying that, you know, it's a, uh, this is, you don't twerk here. Um, what I forget all everything he said, honestly. He said, he said basically, ver- I don't want to say verbatim. I, I'll say, uh, I'll give you a gist of what he said. What he said was, if you want, yeah, go ahead and pull the clip up. Uh, if you, if you want to do that, go down to whatever restaurant he named that's in Dallas. And we're not doing that here. And he said, if I expect young men to respect themselves, I expect young women to respect themselves. Something like that. And then at the end, he said, because I don't need your money. Right. I was like, whoa. He said, if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. You can get the fuck out. Now, we were talking off the air that the way he approached the situation was kind of off the hook. You know what I mean? And because, you know, instead of him just talking to that. Now, mind you, he did talk to those women that were doing it. First of all, hold on. Not only was he not only were they twerking, they were standing on his furniture twerking. So one was that's right. One was standing in the booth twerking. And I guess they also had their they were also twerking up against the glass. Yeah, he had like the the, the, I've seen the restaurant. It's nice. It's really nice. So one lady was twerking up against the glass. Another lady was standing up on the furniture. And you said a minute ago off the air that, you know, the way he approached it, he was out of pocket, you know, because he didn't single them out. He's talking to everybody. Well, I said it was unprofessional. Um, uh, right. I look at it like this. And this is, could be because um, I have um, I, I believe that for black people, when it comes to business, we should we should not only respect each other, but we should also also uh, defend each other and also be accountable for one another. Wait, he also, I forgot, I remember something else he said. He said, how can I ask men to respect themselves if you're in here um, not respecting yourself? Exactly. That was one of the statements he made. I wasn't tripping off that part. That's, you know, that's that's a It wasn't about tripping off of it. I just wanted to be clear what some of the statements were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could be subjective. I mean, twerking, you know, whatever. But my whole thing is this. And yeah, he could have talked to those women a second time and then put them out. And he came out saying it to everybody. I look at it like this. So many times, uh, and I've seen this in my own personal life. I've seen this abroad in other cities. When we in a black establishment and somebody tripping and acting up, the rest of the black people don't say nothing. Now, the thing about it is, and I'm not saying it's their job, but you know, when you black in this country, there's a whole lot of things that you might not think is your job. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else could have said something to them like, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you? But like, how do you why? Know that didn't happen? Nah, I don't know. I I can only go based off of what it looked like. But there's not, there isn't even an, there's nothing in that could, that could even give you an inkling that it didn't happen. We have no idea. Yeah. But if it did happen, don't you think that somebody else would have stood up when he was talking? Some of the patrons? No. Why not? Why would they? Why wouldn't they? If this, if look, look. I I don't see what, I don't see that being the determining factor as to whether or not. I'm not saying that's a determining, I never said that was a determining factor. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, uh is that as a black person, we get put in a peculiar situation. And a lot of time in our places of business, whether it's barbershops, barbecue spots, dealerships, whatever it is, we always end up in a situation where I'll, I'll give you a short story. There's here in Portland and ain't very many black people in here in Portland, period. Anyway. There was a club called Seasons up up here in Portland. And then the brother, I know the brother personally, but I don't we don't rock, but I know him, you know. He got he lost his club because of a shooting that happened in the parking lot. Now the thing about it was the shooting wasn't the first time that there was an incident in his establishment. But the problem was he couldn't get nobody from the community to speak up on his behalf about the fuckery that was going on. And what happens is you have people coming to the club, you get labeled the bad guy because you don't want to let 
John the gang member or John the gangster in. You get labeled the bad guy. Nobody comes to your defense. It always turns into, oh, man, he a sellout. He ain't shit. Because you don't want to let certain people in because you know the type of vibe that they bring with them. You know the type of events that's going to happen. That dude club wasn't open six months. And it led to the point to where somebody got shot and killed in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that nobody didn't speak up or anything like that. But what I am saying is we have a habit of we all end up one place and we look at it like, hey, my problem. No, it is your problem. Because then the flip side is y'all going to people going to turn around and say, man, there ain't nowhere for black people to go. But I don't see what that I don't see how if I'm at a restaurant and I see people doing things, you know, they're loud, whatever. Me personally, none of that shit bothers me. Just me personally. I really don't care about shit like that. But I understand other people do. And if it's my establishment, I definitely give a fuck. Right. Yeah. But so if I see something like that, let's just say I am bothered by it. I still probably wouldn't say anything to them. I probably sit, tell my waiter like, yo, can somebody do something about this? This is really loud. It's really obnoxious. This isn't appropriate. Whatever it is. Right. I have my kids here. and They, they twerking on the furniture. Like <laughs> whatever it is, like I would tell that to my server. I don't think it's my not even my responsibility. I just think it's just I think it's rude in itself to do that to people like they're having a good time they probably don't even mean to be obnoxious they don't some people don't even mean to, they're just obnoxious people they don't even realize it you know please it's just they don't like, they don't realize it yeah they don't they don't they might not see it as being obnoxious i you don't know, know you don't you don't think that you being annoying when you're standing on furniture inside people, of a in the restaurant twerking no but i'm gonna tell you why i don't because sometimes when people when you see groups of people who have been drinking have been partying and things like that they're not paying attention to but what's happening outside of that space. I'm not saying it's right. This isn't a justification. So please don't take it as that. But what I'm saying is if I'm at a restaurant and I see that, I'm going to talk to my server. I don't think it's my place to sit up there and talk to somebody else. It's not my establishment. Hey, you over there. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody says some shit to me, I'm going to fuck off. I probably, regardless of what it is, right? Because for whatever reason, I think I'm justified in doing what I'm doing. I'll give you an example of that. I was at a restaurant and um, my cousin, she cusses like a sailor. Well, we, we both cuss like a sailor, but she really cusses like a sailor. We were at some little diner or whatever. And this lady in the booth behind us tells her, excuse me, do you, um, could you stop cursing like that? I have, a, my child is here. You know, my cousin cussed her ass out. She's like, bitch, this ain't Disneyland. <laughs> this ain't Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> So, now, but, but so what I'm saying is, what you I'm see that you see the problem in that though, right? I, I, it's not about to me, it's not even about that. I'm, that's not the point I'm making right here because I, I really don't keep stuff like this does not bother me. And I think the concept of cuss words is stupid anyway. So, as you, but that's you, but so that's you get, but your own personal, your own personal, political, right? Right? So, I'm saying for me, I don't give a shit about that. But what I'm saying is, if because I don't care or she doesn't care, we don't, for whatever reason, she feels like she's justified in cussing in front of somebody's kid. That's how she actually feels. If there's a problem, if it's a problem for the establishment, the establishment can say something like, hey, you know, this is a family place. We don't allow that. We have the right to not not to serve you if you continue to do this. Right. That's the establishment's responsibility. That is not the person next to me responsibility. And if you talk to me, I'm probably going to go the fuck off. And and that's how always have the same values. We're not going to always have the same opinion. We're not going to always have the same idea about what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. But if it's your establishment, it's inappropriate. You're the one who gets to say, okay, for this establishment, this is not appropriate. We don't cuss. We don't dance or whatever it is. Right. We don't do that here. That's the establishment's responsibility. That is not the responsibility of the person sitting in the booth next to me. And that's how people get killed. That is not how people get that's killed. That's absolutely how. I'm going to tell, tell you why. I'm going to tell you how. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how. You standing at the bus stop cussing like a sailor and somebody asks you, hey, man, can you please not use that kind of language? I'm si-. 
And that turns into a conflict. Instead of just saying, hey, bro, I understand you don't want to hear me cussing. There is nobody on this planet that does not know that whether you believe curse words are not a big deal or not is regardless because there are there's what the, because there's you. these things called societal norms but this that, that's my point you yeah. might feel like that's but this is the thing nobody shares this that same not everybody shares those same things your societal norm might not be my society i'm norm. not i'm not saying it's right I'm, I'm not, not saying it's, not it's about right. A value judgment. We're not doing that. It's just, just like it's just like it's just like if the police saying, pull up on you and you cuss the police killed, out, the police to, is going to arrest you for that. But, but you said that this is what gets people killed, right? So this hell is yeah, it gets people killed. But, but you know what else gets people killed? Talking to people when they when they ain't fucking talking to you. That also maybe gets maybe, killed, maybe right? so. But this, exactly. It's, it's, so it's so a, either way, it's a possibility that you can get killed. Either way, there's this thing called respect. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, now if if they came to you and said, "Man, you need to quit doing that shit. You need to quit talking like that." That's okay. Then that's a line for that's disrespect coming back at you because it's something that they don't like that you did. But if somebody asks you nicely, hey, could you please not do that? When you flip out on them, you disrespected them. So now whatever they do or say to you is your fault because they didn't disrespect you by asking you a simple question. It's like if we had, like I said, at the bus stop, if somebody says, what, hey, what difference does fault make though? That's not, that's not even, what are you talking fault. about? It's just like, it's not their fault. I mean, that, that that's their fault. Okay. That is their fault. So absolutely. It's just <laughs> okay, like I said, if, if we're at the fault. bus stop and you're cussing and I ask you nicely, Hey man, could you please not use that language? And you flip out on me. Yeah, that's, now that's you my just, fault. That's but my you fault. Took but that at the end of the day, but, you, but, you got flipped the fuck out. That's my whole point. There's no reason to go to that level. What's I'm the point? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not even justifying it. Because you said that if you don't say, I'm sorry, you said that if you don't stop doing something that someone asks you nicely not to do, that can turn into a conflict. Absolutely. What I'm saying is even asking the person not to do it can also turn into a conflict. Either way, there can be a conflict, regardless of whose fault it is, there could still be a conflict. It just it gets to the point to where and this is what and this is why this is some of the issues that we end up having in our community about respect. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, you know, if you go to a restaurant, and you get drunk, that's your problem. That's not the that's not the restaurant, that's not the patron's problem. Because when you walked in there, it, nobody said well, this is a place to get drunk. You chose to do that. So okay. if you choose, if you choose to get drunk and some, and you start tripping, flipping out, or whatever you start doing, you're opening a door for so many different things to happen. Of course, yes. So, so regardless of what he said, then the 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 owner he's going to take the responsibility because it's his establishment. So regardless what, if somebody gets shot in there, he got to take responsibility for that. If he cuts somebody out, he got to take responsibility for that. If, if one of his employees. If, if one of the girls of, fall from twerking, he's responsible. Exactly. For that. Even no, though they that. doing something they ain't got no business doing. So I I'm not that. saying it's okay what he said or how he said or whatever. Well, the only thing I'm talking about is the way we interact with each other in public, in public spaces, in our establishments. And this goes, and this is like the brother, it was a brother, um, I forgot who it was. It was a brother on Twitter. And he was talking about how, man, you know, he played the video that had been tweeted back in March of some sisters at this uh, beauty supply spot and some brothers was out there protesting. It was like four dudes. They was out there protesting the beauty supply spot because just the day before... It was before, a nail shop. It was a nail, was a nail shop. Something, yeah. So it was a long line because it was like 50% off something. You know, and the brothers well, was out there like... Was hair. I don't remember, honestly. I, I don't, I'm not sure, but it was a long line out there and, and uh, it was four brothers out there. It was like, hey, they was like, hey, man, y'all don't need to be over here because they did this. And they, there was the other video of the Asian dude up in the store whooping some black woman's ass. 
Mm-hmm. And here we go, black people going back up in there again. Now the backlash didn't fit. You know what I'm saying? It did. Things just don't fit I, sometimes. I get that part. So we, I was, I, that's another point. And I think you're absolutely on point with that, and we can get to that part. But the part that I was challenging was the point that you made that is everybody else's responsibility. That's patronizing the business to approach or from the idea person. from the idea of the black community from the idea no, of I, what. I, let I me finish. Right. Let me finish from the idea of us all because we, you hear the rhetoric. We all hear it from the idea of us always talking about what we don't have from, from the idea of us talking about group economics from the idea of us always talking about circulating our money from the ideas of us talking about stop giving monies to church stop doing this stop doing that stop doing this from the idea of that i'm not saying that it's gonna actually happen i'm just saying that this should be if i open a store okay, in my neighborhood it should be saying. it's all of saying. ours this is ours look we're the smallest but, population in this country outside of native americans so i so absolutely I'm sorry, I, but I think I get what you're saying, and I don't want to. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you off. No, no. But, Why the fuck can't we have our shit and respect our shit and take care of our shit? Now, I'm not saying that you know if I go, ain't too many black restaurants here, but if I go into a, a black restaurant here and a brother is tripping, I'm gonna just call him out. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is how do we should be able to create the mindset that when there is something like this going on, we can be accountable for each other. And what I saw was. The flip side, the other side of the total reverse, where I seen black people blaming him for playing the type of music. I yeah, seen that was bl- kind of crazy. But That's this what is that was crazy. But this is the problem. So you have black people blaming the music he was playing. You got black people saying that because of the type of food he was serving. Oh, not, uh, what, he was serving what did alcohol. you expect? You got alcohol there in cheap uh douce bottles, and you got chicken and waffles. What type of would you think this was? Right. What the fuck are you talking about? Even if I serve peanut butter and fucking jelly. Respect my shit. So I I think I get what you're saying, but I think what you're saying is very idealistic. And if we lived in in a if we lived in, in amongst each other a certain way, and we had a very tight knit community, like you know, if we lived in a small town together, you know, right. something like that. Right. I think that definitely makes sense. And what you're saying makes total sense regardless. But I think we're too far gone for that. I mean, living in urban areas, all of us being spread out, all of us kind of we just at this don't think we're at that place. And I don't see that being able to, I, don't, I, I know you're saying that doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Right. But um, in my mind, probably because of my experience in growing up and being raised in these kind of space and being raised in, you know, not being raised in an era where you're, you know, other people can check, can check you or whatever. I don't like that shit. I don't like people telling me shit. I mean, to be real, like, cause I feel like and now if it's something that really is inappropriate, like, Oh shit, I didn't realize that was something I shouldn't do. That's one thing. But a lot of people aren't respectful when they approach you. A lot of people aren't trying. In fact, nine out of the ten, they aren't respectful. And they don't they don't even know how to be respectful or they'll justify it by saying, see, I'm just blunt. And not realizing that the way that they came off made the person defensive. And that's some of the most stupidest shit I've ever. I've seen people say oh, yeah. that. I've seen people yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. No, so you're just all... being a bitch. That's all. <laughs> right. Stop it. Stop. You're just an <laughs> asshole and you're a bitch. You know, right, stop. right. Exactly. Because because as a grown up and I'm and I'm from a, I'm speaking from a man's perspective, you know what I'm saying? It's like um when I go to other cities, regardless of how I feel about how I'm how things look, I never disrespect another person's city. Never. If I go to Seattle, and I've been in Seattle a thousand times, when I went to Miami, Texas, Arizona, I never get around other people and say, "Man, this city ain't shit. Y'all ain't got this. Y'all ain't got that." You don't do that. Even if I feel that way. I don't express it because there's consequences, repercussions. You know what I'm saying? So 
if you can respect, if I can respect you in of some shit that you don't even own, I can respect right. you in some shit that is you own that is all of ours. Because that's what one thing I will say about the brother. What he did say was that this is all. This is I did this for the community. This is for all of us. I'm speaking about when he was on Ricky Smiley. Right, right. This is for all of us, and I understand he what he's saying rant too. He said it in his rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That this is all. This is for all of us, and you know, there's, there gets to a point where. Like you were just saying, you just said it just a minute ago, and you was talking about um, how you know we're not at that point. When are we gonna yeah. get to that damn point? Because I think, you know, I, I think I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't. I don't think that kind of thing. I think there's other things we could probably do. I don't think that's so. We're just gonna be permanently happen. toxic towards each other. I don't think that. I don't. But I'm not saying it's gonna be toxic. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's going to look specifically the way that you're saying. Right, because it seems like, you know, the simple fact that if I ask you to do something nice, you look at that as disrespect. But would you rather me say, motherfucker, you better, you know what I'm saying? Like, would that, about, f- see, would that feel people, better? No, it's not about it being rather, because no, I don't want that either. Because it's not about way, in that case, it's not about what the way you said it. It's, like, it's the fact that you said it. See, so, and that's, that's a problem. But is it? Because it's the thing. Yeah. Again, we're talking about everyone's subjective perspective of what is appropriate, what isn't appropriate, what's respectful in an in a, in a, in a approach and what's not respectful in approach. Everybody's, unfortunately, everybody's speaking a different language on that. So I don't think it's necessarily um, something that's, you, that's going to disappear or something that we're going to, we can change on something like, because I just think everyone has a different idea. Well, there, there, there's, the, there's the universal language. And then giving people, wait, and then also giving people to me that sort of, I guess, right in a way to check everybody. Like, not everybody's like, there's a reason why people stop letting neighbors beat their kids. It wasn't just because, it wasn't because they just want their kids to run wild. Some niggas is fucking horrible. Well, yeah, no, no, no. no. We know, yeah, we know you that. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Some niggas was out here raping our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. No so, doubt. Was, and not, not only that, but also there was a point in time where kids started whooping the grown folks' asses. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of getting hit. <laughs> Shit, I want to whip your ass too. Or you just ain't, or you just ain't, you just ain't tougher than me. Period. You know, I remember back in the '80s, there was big, always a kid that was bigger than everybody else, and if a grown, if grown folks tried to check them, they checked oh, them. Oh, that's true. That is, that is and they, kid. and if they approached them wrong, they, I've seen it before. I've a 13 year old boy whoop a grown man's ass. You know what I'm saying? I've so there was that too, that and that kind of like when, once that happens in the community, everybody gets kind of standoffish. Like, hey, Daniel Young, I worry about what goes on behind my door. You know what I'm saying, and that and that and that that's that's just the way things are. But there comes I look at it. There's a universal language, and the universal language is treat others the way you want to be treated. It's really that simple, and that goes across race, gender, all of that. Treat others what they call it the golden rule. Treat yeah. others the way you want to be treated. And the thing about it is, even the way I approach you, I'm going to approach you the way I hope that you would approach me. But again, you don't always know what's going to trigger people. Maybe you think you're being respectful. Maybe you're saying, because this is one of the things I teach when I teach my parenting class, right? Or actually any of my class, my empathy class, all of it. You feel like because you're using the right words that 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 your approach is okay. Not realizing that your tone is triggering to the person, right? right? You might feel like, well, I'm using the, I'm saying it in a nice tone. Therefore, my words aren't the problem because I'm, I'm saying it in a nice tone. You should just accept my words. But at the end of the day, was the communication effective? If no, because it, be, we did, off, we're talking about the person. We don't know who this person is. This person might be crazy. But th- you that's my point. Yeah, that's you don't point. know what. The yeah. only thing you could do, the only thing you could do is as a human being. I mean, you're never going to know until you talk to someone. You know what I mean? So if, as a human being, all you can do is do the best you can. That's really all you can do. You know what I'm but saying? Now, if you being like nice it, gets you killed, 
Well, then that's a motherfucker that was on his way to prison anyway. I mean, I know you lost your life, but this motherfucker was a lunatic anyway. True, but even if the person, even if it's not about you know getting killed, maybe it's just an argument, right, or, or some type of conflict. I don't know if it's like is that something that we want. I don't know if I, that's something I want people to just walk around doing. I just don't because I don't trust everybody's judgment. I don't because what if somebody else corrects your child and it's not it's not the shit that you would teach your child. Well, right? I mean, like, I got I have not, a kid. I have a kid. Like if, you know I, if my nephew, I mean, if my niece decides to cuss and her parents let her cuss, and then some adult at Walmart corrects her, how do you think my, my her parents would feel about that? Like, well, the, no, well, I'm trying well, to teach I'll, her. I'll give you an example. I'm teaching her something different. Then you're gonna come and you know publicly try to humiliate me even though you're saying it nicely you're saying it with a sweet tone you're being respectful quote unquote but i think just the fact that you approached me about something that has nothing to do with you in itself is disrespectful well, so i don't mean i'm that mean i mean i'll swing on you but that doesn't necessarily mean that your goal was accomplished well i'll put it like this i have a 16 year old right so my daughter i know she cusses you know what i'm saying like i'm come on now she's, she's a 16 year old i know i've heard her cuss okay now, does she cuss around me? No, she don't cuss around me. But she cusses in the house because I've heard her. You know what I'm saying? But she also was taught that when you get around other grownups, you don't cuss. There's certain language you don't use because some grown folks think it's disrespectful. Now, you're a minor, okay? You're a minor, okay? So at the end of the day, to kill... Because my whole thing is this. You want to eliminate as much conflict as possible. Now, that doesn't mean that you change who you are when you go into public spaces and nothing like that. Because if if this is language that you wouldn't use, I tell my daughter this, when you leave the house, you, you, you're representing me because I know I raised you right. OK, so when you go into public spaces, why would you act out of character? If you if these are certain things that you don't do at home, if these are certain things you don't do around your grandparents. And that doesn't mean when you get around me or you get around your grandparents, you turn into a kid. No, you are you a 16 year old. But if but if. If this is language that you don't use at home, why would you be in public being loud and boisterous with it? There's a certain it's like me and my boy. I remember this vividly when I was in high school. I have a friend um, and we still friends to this day. But he was one of those people that every every time we would go somewhere, it was always nigga this nigga that nigga nigga every time, every time. And I always felt a weird because my grandparents didn't use that word, even though I said it. But when I got around other older people, especially older black people, I didn't use that word. And one time I actually said something to him, but I was like, bro, why you keep saying that word, man? You only say this word. You only say it like this when we go in places and in public. Like, why are you all of a sudden just niggering it up? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, oh, no, bro. I, he, I don't even remember what his excuse was, but I wasn't like on him hard about it. But I was just like, bro, you see all these old people on, on this bus? You know what I'm saying? Like, really? You know okay, what I'm saying? So that's, okay. So that's, I get what you're saying. So that's you coming to him as a friend or somebody, you know, like, yo, this, you know, you, this is my grandma's house or this, we around elders. This well, I mean, it's just, you're, 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 it looks, you're I, embarrassing yourself. But, but, but the thing is, again, everyone's values are different. Like you used the example of what you teach your daughter. That's what you teach your daughter, right? Right. Someone else might teach their kid, well, um, you use whatever words you want. However, be you know remember that you're trying to connect with people you know if you're trying to connect with someone and that word turns them off is is that effective for you are you building the connection that you wanted are you getting the response that you wanted so to me it's it's about how do you teach them how to use discernment of when it's appropriate because just because you cussing doesn't mean you loud and boisterous i cuss just because i cuss right my mother did try to tell me not to cuss and i told her i'm not gonna not cuss and she okay well accepted. you know that's what you, you, she could yeah. do about it so so, um, in other, so in other words she had a, she had a guideline for you you just didn't want to follow it well growing up she didn't well she didn't raise me that was one <laughs> um but I was, this is when I was an adult. She told me she didn't want me to curse I, or she felt like cursing. I was cursing around her because I didn't respect her. Now, mind you, my mother cusses up a storm. 
So it wasn't like she's some person who's like pious and doesn't cuss. She cusses. In fact, I learned how to cuss from her. Right. So she's a cusser. She's a cussing motherfucker. Right. 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 So when she started saying, so to me, I I told her, I said, you're saying you're looking at it as disrespectful, but you cuss. And at the same time, I'm looking at it like I'm so I feel like we're close enough where I can be myself and, and you can be yourself. And after we had that conversation, she never said anything. She cusses, I cuss, we smoke weed together, all kinds of shit. Because <laughs> you, you know, know you I mean? know, because this what can end up happening. I only know this because I've lived, I've, I've, and I'm not saying you haven't been through nothing. I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? But I can only well, speak from my know. experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't been there. I didn't been through it all. The jail, the everything. So it's like I learned something that I learned is that you know how you carry yourself, and you can be. There's a way to carry yourself without letting other people know what you're really about. You know what I'm saying? And I, I know that I, I used to see people. I remember I was in the county jail and I've seen dudes that talk crazy. You know what I'm saying? They talk crazy, talk crazy to anybody. And what they didn't understand is that regardless of who you think you are, there are consequences for everything. Everything. You do not know who is wherever you are when you cutting up. So if, if my daughter is a six, my daughter's 16 years old, she could be at Walmart with her homegirl cussing, talking crazy. Right. It could be her teacher in there. It could be a college advisor that she spoke to a week ago that she's trying to get into a university. It could be so many. There's so many different ways that because you choose to say, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Well, okay, that's fine. As long as you're willing to deal with the repercussions from that. But that's the thing. But I see, I'm one of the people who does deal with the repercussions of it, right? Like, you see the shit I say on Twitter. People follow me that I work with. People follow me on my Facebook, right? Like, and then I say a lot of shit on there. And I'm, and people who follow me on those spaces, both of those spaces recently offered me a job. Two, two right. different jobs. Hit me up on Facebook about these jobs, right? People that I've known and known for a long time. So they know my behavior. They know my character. They know the shit I say. They know, they know, they, they know, know you. I cuss like, they know I cuss like a motherfucker. Um, and well, one of them knows me really well. The other person only worked with me once, right? Um, but either way, like I, I'll continue to be myself because I, I don't care if I have to, I feel like I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I have a friend who straightens her hair for job interviews, right? Then she wears her hair natural when she's actually gotten the job. But on interviews, she always has her hair straight or she either wears a wig or she straightens it. Yeah, you're always going to do what you got to do to get in the door. Be- and that's and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. For me personally, I don't do things like that. I will sh- I show up to job interviews in afros, dead ass serious. Because I want to, I will not, I, I personally don't want to be in your space if, if I have to sit up there and be something else. I don't want you. So my perspective has always been, yeah, I'm going to be who I am and you can not like it or like it. I'm okay with that. And I had to, and I don't think there's anything, uh, I think you're, what you're saying is right. Like definitely I'm, if, if I want to be effective in what it is I'm trying to do, there is a certain way I, I have to maybe speak or like, I'm always respectful to people. If I cuss or whatever, you know, that's different, but I'm always respectful. People typically like me. There's very few places you can go with me and people don't like me. I'm very, I'm very social. Well, right? I'm, I'm, I can almost guess that you don't just walk inside restaurant. What's up, motherfucker? Right. Just turn that shit up. <laughs> turn that shit <laughs> <laughs> this is why I can't stand you. you and just start twerking and shit, acting a fool. Like I'm no, guessing you ain't doing that. But I don't think. But generally speaking, if we're being honest, generally speaking, that doesn't happen. All nah, the time. nah. People you know don't. I mean? Nah, 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 nah. People don't do that. People don't. <laughs> people don't do. No, you know what though? People don't do that. But when somebody does come in that does do that. Everybody looks at them like, what in the hell is going on here? So right. it's almost like people are checking you by the way they look at you. 
Mm-hmm. And you always see how that person, I've seen this before, and the person knows that what they just did was weird. And then they'll sit down and they'll do one of two things. They'll either stop or they'll double down on it. You know what I'm saying? They'll right. double down on the, I don't give a fuck, that type of shit. Right. That's, That's when true. people is like, okay, yeah, we, you know. So the ladies in the restaurant, I know they didn't come in the restaurant like that. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't come in there like that. They, they came probably, in there normal. You know what I'm saying? Trump, they probably got drunk and started right. getting in their zone. Right. Like, this is the thing. I'm not... The only part that I'm really upset about is the girl who did it again after he asked them not yeah. to. Yeah. That's the only thing. As far as them having a good time and even twerking in the beginning, if you're drunk and you in your zone, oh, shit, I didn't yeah. even realize. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Up, see, the first time, see, the that's first time, yeah. That's why bills so we can go. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And that's usually yeah. how it works. Usually, exactly. I, and you've been exactly. in there, and I've been in places where... And I've, I've been in these type of, it's safe, a safe, there's a seafood spot in Seattle. Me and my ex would go. And we went up there one night and I don't know what the fuck was going on in Seattle. Every nigga in Seattle was up in that motherfucker. Rainier Beach, <laughs> Kent, everywhere. They were, I was like, oh, this is dope. But a dude, I'm not making this up. A dude came in, I guess he was pimping and he had some of his prostitutes with him. So they, they all looked dressed nice. You know, they wasn't, you know, but I could tell because of the language that they was using. You know what I'm saying? So it came time. Uh-huh. Uh, to pay the bill, the girls started flipping out. The dude had went outside. The girls was flipping out. You know what I'm saying? Out how? When you say they didn't want to pay the bill, out. they didn't want to pay. Uh, but what did they say? Oh, they was talking crazy. Motherfuck this shit. No, nah, hell no. Nah. I had this and I had that. The menu said this. Why is it saying this? I mean, it was crazy. It was ridiculous. So the mm-hmm. dude came in, shut all them up, gave the dude his money, and they bounced. You know what I'm saying? So with the mm-hmm. woman that when they first started twerking the first time, that's usually when people are like, oh, you know what? Yeah, let's just roll. We we feeling it. Let's go. When they did it the second time, I was like, really? But see, because it's the thing. If you don't want nobody to talk to you like a child, don't act like one. Right. But see, this is my thing about what happened in the restaurant in in Dallas, True Kitchen in Dallas. I felt like I I felt like he was talking down to everybody. Not Absolutely. on purpose. Oh yeah. But you're yelling at the whole restaurant because yeah. you want the whole restaurant to get the message. Yeah. That made me feel like you're talking to black people like their children. But then it he, reminded but then he, but, me of um what's that girl from Atlanta? I, Keisha Lance Bottoms, right? Oh, it it yeah. reminded me how she how she talked to the protesters versus how she talked to the police. That just you know. But was he? But was he? Was he talking? But see, and this is why I was. This is why I brought up the whole the way we treat each other. So. Uh-huh. Was he talking to the restaurant because, I mean, this is all of our conjecture. I, I don't know yeah, if this yeah. is why he did it. But just say he did it this for this reason. He was talking down to the whole restaurant because he looked at it like, I told y'all motherfuckers twice. Why y'all sitting here letting them do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, also, you know. Th- this is not my restaurant. But, what the fuck you mean? I know, <laughs> you I know, but, <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. Do? I'm sitting here eating oh, my no. food. You know, that looked like your cousin. Why you ain't talk to your cousin <laughs> about it? You know what I'm saying? Because it was only it was only two women doing it. But it was a well, party. But it was a party of like six. According to him, it was three tables. It was three tables? That's what he said in his oh, um, Facebook message. Allegedly, yeah. his Facebook message, I'll say, because I didn't like fact check it. Yeah, it was, it yeah. Looked like that, then that makes it even worse. What, but yeah. how many tables but, was in there? Nine? I don't know. So half That's the, the half thing. The I was thinking how they socially distancing. And they wasn't. And nobody had a mask on in there. Nobody. But in that restaurant, people don't typically wear a mask. But typically, you're not. Like, you're supposed to be really far apart. Like, yeah. I was in Vegas. And um, thankfully, I, nobody I was with got COVID at all. Right. Um, we went to Vegas. It was uh, like all the restaurants were like very, like everything was so spread out. Like you were nowhere near anyone. Right. Like one right. part, there was a restaurant. We went to this Italian restaurant and there's a table where it's like a big platform and our table was on this platform. 
there were no other tables. You could tell there were at least that, that it could fit at least two or three other tables. Right. And it was there was no other tables other than ours. Right. Right. So um because they were that they were that careful. When I when I looked at, at when I looked at that guy's video, everybody looked really close together, at least too close for my liking. So yeah, it, was they weird. was hella close. Because I, I, I seen the video, uh, it might have been a couple days later. As a matter of fact, it might have been yesterday. And um, it, was, it was somebody uh, on Twitter saying that they was going. And I was looking at the restaurant. I'm like, this is weird. Like, isn't it a fucking warehouse or something? So they, <laughs> they it looked like a warehouse. But the, the yeah, I think it's like a, there's a department store next door. And then you got the restaurant right there in the middle. And when you see it, it's really nice inside. But mm-hmm. it's narrow. It's real narrow. So it doesn't, it's not spread out like when you go inside claim jumpers or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. it's hella narrow. So I was looking at that like, damn, man, how the hell did he get so many people? And it was, it was a lot of people. It was, it was easily 50 people in there Wow. when he was doing his thing that yeah. day. And then yeah, um, he said that, I don't know how true it is. Maybe the brothers, you know, he, he, you know, all, all publicity is good publicity, bad or indifferent. This brother said that he got wait lists for the next three months out. Oh, so he's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. And, you know, him going on Ricky Smiley was a win for him because that. And TMZ. And TMZ. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was on TMZ. Yep. He was on TMZ. So he goes on Ricky Smiley. We know Ricky Smiley's crowd is the Steve Harvey. Right. Uh, Tom Joyner. That that uh, uh, my parent, y- our parents age. You know what I'm saying? Right, they Because right. I don't listen to Ricky Smiley. You know, he's cool, but I don't. That's I wouldn't. You know, I don't I listen to Tom Joyner at all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, his demo is definitely like our parents. Age. Yeah. Church folks. Working class black people, people that can afford to go to restaurants on the weekend, take their wife, take their girlfriends out. You know what I'm saying? That church Christian AME type crowd. So he just ducked into an entirely different uh, demographic. And that was pretty much an alley-oop. That was an alley-oop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was an alley-oop from Ricky Smiley. And then Ricky Smiley says, I'm coming this evening and we can have we can get something to eat together. I said, this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I didn't know Ricky Smiley was in Dallas. I thought he was in Alabama. I, I, or Atlanta. I feel like I knew he was in Dallas, which is funny because I know very little about Ricky Smiley because I don't think he's funny. He's but, not funny at all. Um, but I, for some reason, I feel like I knew that, and I don't know how I knew that. Um, I it's I still feel like if I were had been at that restaurant eating and I s- witnessed all of this, I don't think I'd be comfortable going back to that restaurant only because I didn't how he how he behaves yeah but i was definitely against this goes back to the point that you talked that you brought up earlier and i want to get because i did not forget um when you brought up the asian establishments and how they treat yeah, the black yeah, yeah. women yeah. and then how those women went back and then this guy has his thing and they believe it's some sort of war on black women yeah. and i don't agree with that I don't that's, agree with how, that. that's how they're spinning it yeah um so they're saying that um you know this guy even he dis- he disrespected black women, so we must shut his business down. So that's the point that you were bringing up earlier. Yeah. And I thought that was to me when people start trying to get black businesses shut down. That's when it gets. That's when it's too much. If it's if the person didn't do something egregious, like he sexually harasses his workers or something, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right <laughs> or like he, you know, he's a grifter. He's you know stealing mean? money. He ain't paying people yeah, on time. Yeah, so, checks so, is bouncing. Like shit where he's screwing black people over or fucking us, uh, no, fucking uh, black people over or doing, you know, completely inappropriate, egregious things. Yeah, shut his ass down. But he just screamed at him. He had his little moment. He yeah, I mean, he, he got emotional. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you straight up, as a, as, a, as a black man or as a black person, most of the time when we go into business, we invest damn near all of our life, life savings because we don't have no generational wealth. So what right, money right. we put into a business, if we if we have partners, even if we bring in partners, we still 
ex- we putting in a nice piece of change. Like my pot, my boy, he asked me to go in on a, a restaurant and he was like, I need 30,000. I was like, Ooh, I, and I can, I got access to it. But I was like, shit, that, that, that shit comes into your mind. Like, man, if this fucks up, I'm broke. So right. for him, he's like, this is like fucking with one of his kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you're absolutely, no, you're absolutely right. Because they're basically taking food out of his kid's mouth. Yeah. You know, if he yeah. has kids, if I fuck whatever this he does up, with his fucking money. This is, this is a trickle down effect. If this gets right. fucked up, my kids are fucked up. My house, my wife, we're, we're in trouble. Okay. Because I can't just come right. up off and I owe the bank money. So I can't just come up off $150,000 because you're going to spend that going into business, at least a hundred. You know what I'm saying? So I get why he got emotional behind it. And you could tell that when I looked at the other videos and he was, you know, being nice about it, you know, when he came back fire and brimstone, you could tell that that was emotion. Like, really? Like, yeah. really? And, the, and, the, and you know, like we was talking about with the, with the Asian uh, businesses and it ain't just them, you know what I'm saying? It's other businesses, you know what I'm saying? That we, you know, I, I forgot what restaurant it was, but every it seems like every other month there's a video that pops up on Twitter of a restaurant not letting a black person in because of some subjective shit, whether it's because they got tennis shoes on and there's right. other people in there with tennis shoes on. And, but right. you don't never a hear- A kid had on like a superhero yeah, t-shirt or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a woman and, and her son. A sports t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, and this is a kid. You know what I'm right. saying? So, but we don't never come together on some, make sure they go out of business. And this is what I meant by about being accountable to each other. You know what I'm saying? If your first response to something that's really not that big, where both parties are wrong, okay? But if, right. but if your response is, we need to put him out of business, he shouldn't have been playing that kind of music. Look at that menu. He got Douce in a, in a bottle, whatever the fuck they were saying about the alcohol and the food he was serving. If that's our first response we got a long way to go but you- i don't think that was everyone's first response like i think there was that that conversation was so split it, it was as we went down the line that became you know you, you, i mean i think that was even what, what was getting off. a lot of uh, uh a lot of um publicity was the yeah i mean yeah and i think the thing about twitter conversations or just conversations online in general is that even the conversations and the way that they're phrased are curated right right the algorithm which is creepy as hell but yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally it, match how you guys Vita, talk. didn't i tell you man i know people think i'm a conspiracy i'm gonna put on the tinfoil koofy real quick <laughs> tinfoil koofy yeah let me put the tinfoil koofy on real quick i'm telling y'all this is just a side note this sidebar twitter watches black people oh all day twitter if if, if a tweet goes viral twitter watches black people because the stuff that people say you start seeing people get suspended depending on the side that they're on yep i got suspended because it was a dude that said that they should take he said what we i should do is take 10 roaches from outside the restaurant and put one on each table and call the better business bureau that's what a black dude said about this brother's restaurant. Like, he, why would you even plot to get someone's restaurant shut down so, for something? Like, why? Because of because you, in, in our community, there's no accountability and there's no consequences for you well, saying that. No accountability? None. Who's going to do something to him? He's not because you what can you do? No, I mean, no, no. This- I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like if in, in the in say this was the real world and somebody said that, yeah, we could beat his ass, but he could still go do it. But that's the thing. Like the issue is if he goes do if he goes and does it, talking shit. Niggas talk shit all day. Like yeah, it's that, not really nothing to hold him accountable for if he hasn't done anything. But that it, 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 there has to be a standard set because I'm not and I don't want to talk about other people's community. I don't want to do that. 
I'm only want to talk about ours because I'm sure there is some fuckery in other communities. I'm not going to do the whole. That don't happen. Yeah, in the I hate Jewish people too. Not that doing too. that. But <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, how you know what they doing? You don't even live around them motherfuckers. <laughs> you don't know what the Italians be doing. And you know, so I'm. Oh, just, my favorite is when divestors. I know. It's, I don't mean. I'm not. I'm not gonna change the subject. But like, <laughs> divestors do that shit. Like all these uh, white men and Asian men, oh, and no, Latino yeah, men do yeah. all this. And I be like, my favorite is when you use Latino men. And I be like, mm, man, don't you don't even want to know. Look at those DV statistics real close. Cause their numbers aren't that much further from. They show sure the like, fuck ain't it? I seen some Mexican dudes whoop ass. Okay. And no, and that machismo shit is real. That's real. <laughs> you know that's I mean? real. Hell that's yeah, a real that's way real. households are run. Hell yeah. See, and, you know, let's not forget white men beat the shit out of their wives and don't shit happen to them. No, that's why they're not in the statistics. You remember the movies back in the day, the black and white movies? He grabbed the lady and slapped her. Oh, calm down, baby. Slapper, spanker, yeah, kind, shaker. Yeah, I was watching. I, you know, I love watching old TV shows, no movies. And what I would trip off is how these white men sexually harass women consistently. Like, and it's like a joke. Like yep. they'll pinch her ass. Like that's a joke to pinch a woman's yeah. ass. She just says, oh, "That's inappropriate," and then everybody just laughs. Everybody and moves starts on. laughing. In the movie, yeah. I was watching this movie called Once Upon a Time in America. I'm, I'm sure you haven't seen it. It's got Robert De Niro. It's got a. It's good. It's a long movie, but it's good. There's like three rape scenes in the movie. Yeah, Nobody's see, ever brought mm-hmm. that up about that movie. No, see, I mean this is like brutal rape scenes. Like he's literally just taking it on screen. And the lady is screaming. Okay, wow. is a white guy Robert De Niro. Oh, Robert De Niro, you said. Oh, yeah. wow. Robert oh, De Niro. God. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. So, see, I can't look at shit like that. Yeah, but yeah. So the the, the point about comparing communities, you were saying. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not going to do that. that. But you know, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm gonna compare our community to our community. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's a certain point in time where accountability was a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Now that might have been, and you know, it depends on what the dynamics are. So in the gang world, there is accountability. We all know what it means to get DP. Okay. In the older community back in the day, you know, the 1950s, 60s, there was accountability. The waywardness has always existed in our community. There's always been wayward people. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm noticing is, and it could be because of social media, everybody, and I know, and you know, you hear me say this all the time. I think they lying. You know, niggas get on Twitter and lie. Well, they, lie they, they lie before I'm they brush the their motherfucking where, teeth. I'm at the point where every time you say it, I'm like, nigga, we all know. I, but I have to keep saying it. I say it over and over again because it's like, it's, man. It's like, I'm, but it should be obvious. <laughs> it's so. obvious because it's like, what I noticed was uh, that dude that said about putting the 10 roaches in the restaurant and a lot of people that was agreeing with all this ratchet bullshit had three things in common. And some of them didn't have these things. One, they were between the ages of 25 and 35. Two, a lot of them went to HBCUs. A lot of them. I did, I did pick up on that, yes. funny enough. They I went did to HBCUs notice there were a lot of And HBCU a lot of them people. were Greeks. And this yeah, is the, I, I don't know. If, I didn't notice if they were um, Greeks, but I did notice they were definitely absolutely. HBCU. And, um, but and the thing about HBCUs and Greeks is they go hand in hand. They go so hand in hand. Surprise right, me. Right. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise so, me. So I looked at that and I said, well, you know, the funny thing about that is as bougie as these motherfuckers is at these HBCUs and they love to talk down to black people that didn't go to HBCUs. Are you doing this ratchet shit as cosplay? Because right. you don't clearly you don't do this in real life. And if you do do it in real life, okay, you're an, you're a fucking unicorn. You know what I'm saying? Because most of these black people that go to HBCUs and join these Greek fraternities and sororities, they think they shit don't stink. What's crazy though is, at least for my sorority, you're not supposed to be doing like it's extremely. You definitely can't be in public acting like that. Like that's no, no. Like I, like at least that's how it used to be for certain ones. But I know for mine, you definitely cannot. But you be know, seen. you're on the West Coast, so there ain't very many that's of y'all true. out here. 
to where it's down yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. There's so, a whole bunch yeah, of that's them, true. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 because <laughs> you get you get caught more than they would because it's just like right. there was um, five of us over here. Yeah, so there was there was something that happened here in Portland. I forgot what it was, and there was a memo going out telling the AKs and the alphas they couldn't wear their letters if they was going to be protesting. Now, this was a couple of years ago. I forgot what it was. Somebody got shot. Something, but they mm-hmm. couldn't wear their letters if they was going to protest, right? And I was like, was okay, it was AKs and alphas. You said, yeah, that doesn't even surprise me. Yeah, because if you think no. about how they were founded versus how some of the others exactly, were exactly, like, exactly. Totally I, I wasn't shocked i wasn't shocked but they were not allowed to wear their letters if they was going to be protesting and going out there getting busy so i'm like okay yeah that makes sense i because i know how them motherfuckers are but then you fast forward and look at these people and it's almost like you know in our community there's always these uh we're, we're always trying to create another hierarchy you know what i'm saying well i went to hbcu i went to spellman or i went to howard and i'm a greek and i'm this that and the third and notice it's never the hood people that went to HBCU. it's never it's the, always it, the middle class bougie like i look down on other thank Negroes. you but they want to they want to it's do, not even yeah they want to twerk and do all this kind of shit it's like when we're ghetto is a costume to them oh uh, you know what and that's the other thing i was thank you uh, yeah you're right because you're asking when you asked if it was cosplay i totally get what you're saying because that's exactly what they do they think the shit's cute you did not grow up in our community Community. Right. You know what I mean? You didn't grow up in these types, at least, at least in these types of communities. If you, even if you were in a black community, chances are it was a middle class. It was black a middle class, right? Yeah. So a lot of times these people are, they feel like they're championing something because that's what blackness is. To them, not yeah. realize right because that's but that's what they've because remember that's what they've associated blackness Absolutely. with yep especially hood blackness because they right? kept saying the culture the co- I kept seeing right. that they kept saying I kept the culture that too. and I was like what the fuck oh does then that I saw mean? the whole thing how it's an African dance and all the shit Man. like this is the thing it well. is and I mean <laughs> but all shaking it is all your shaking ass dances you know they all the same yeah, shit yeah but don't talk know? to I me like I'm stupid I look at the Tahitian <laughs> shit maybe shaking ass I get all right, that right, but, right. but there's a time and place right right but don't but don't but don't talk to me like I'm stupid. To the point when you say, I don't care you know like you're not gonna do up there doing a rain dance yeah, in the exactly of this place thank you because i'm about to say yeah i know it's an african dance but god damn it don't talk to me like i'm stupid you know right. what i'm saying that ain't why you was doing it you wasn't at no ritual you know what i'm saying this wasn't a baby right. being born like don't talk to me like i'm stupid <laughs> this wasn't an elder passing away okay you was drunk okay and that's fine but you gotta be hold yourself this is my belief i believe in people holding themselves accountable yes, yes and the way you hold yourself accountable is by realizing that the people around you are uncomfortable uh, uncomfortable exactly or, you right. know like oh right. you know i wanted to have fun i don't mean to make this unfun for everyone else because it's like when you have like when i work with kids i often teach them you know i don't teach them like oh i think it's wrong that you took this kid's toy I have them understand each other. I sit there and listen to each other. How did how did how did that make you feel when he took your toy? It made me angry right, and right, sad. Right. You know, did you mean to make him angry and sad? No, I just wanted to play. You know, right. then they start to oh, now I'm gonna give it back because I understand now why what I did was hurtful to the person near me. So the only way you hold yourself accountable is if you are if you give a fuck about the people around you. And if you don't do that, then to me, you're not going to be able to hold yourself accountable. Now, that means that you have to leave whatever establishment or place it is. They ask you to leave. You got to leave. Right. You know, that's why that's to me. That's what that's how you should have approached. Because what I don't because what I I don't kick them out. You got two times. Well, because, (laughs) man, I would have had I told you I would have had some off duty racist ass motherfucking police as bodyguard. They would (laughs) toss everybody black ass out. It would have been me and my workers in there eating all the food. I'm fuck this. We close them for the day. (laughs) Fuck this. Okay. But no, (laughs) but no, but like you look at the situation and it's like what I because what I didn't want and it's, it, I seen it happening and I didn't show y'all I think I might have showed y'all one what I didn't want was this to turn into some all black women dot 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 yeah and, and that's, sh- what, that's what they were trying to turn it into and sure enough the incels 
here they go. And they talking about black women. I'm like, the good thing about it was they never caught any traction. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, yeah. I knew the bullshit was coming. You know what I'm saying? And then you had the white feminists coming in there caping for black women. Like this is this is not a black oh, woman issue. This is this not is about black thing. women. That's their thing. As soon as they feel like that op- opportunity to PR themselves into looking like they give a fuck about black women, that's what they do. Because right. I, I don't don't understand the black women who fall for this shit. Like when when have in history have white women ever done anything in your favor? Never. Like, I just don't understand that. Every time they got a game, it was on off of them climbing on top of your head to get there. Right. They use your numbers as black women, as black people, to get affirmative action rights. That's yeah. how they benefit more from it than any other group, right. even more than the Latinos. Right. And they, 66 of the population damn near, or <laughs> 50%, some shit. Right. I don't know. Right. You know, and they don't even benefit from it the way white women do. I, I, just, so, I just, I knew it was going to happen. And sure enough, you know, but luckily, because, you know, when conversations like this happen, this is the funny thing. When conversations like this happen is you get a lot of normal black people talking and the trolls you're going to get the trolls, but you're going to get a lot of normal black people. And you can tell these are black people that probably came from Facebook. So you're going to yeah. get a lot of normal black people talking. So a lot of that trolley trying to turn the, the you didn't see really divesters getting gaining any traction. You know what I'm saying? You saw a lot of normal people, but then you saw a lot of black people on there lying. And I'm one of those people where I like to observe certain things before I go and peel the layers back because I want to see, okay, you saying all this, he should have changed the music and he shouldn't have had this, that, and the third. And I go look at your page. You saying you went to an HBCU, you Greek. Oh, I know you crazy because y'all don't allow that shit. You guys are not that's allowed the other to thing, do that. That's what tripping me out because that was the other part of the whole thing that was tripping me out, honestly, because I saw the hood people being mad about it, right. about the behavior of the women. In fact, I thought they focused a little too heavy too on Too on the women, right. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yo, like y'all are being extra. But then, you, you then guys you got don't want to be whores. Well, like, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, don't want to yeah, be whores. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, calm down. Like, yeah, it, ain't that, aware, it ain't that deep. <laughs> right. it, ain't, it ain't that so deep I, so i see that shit and then i'm looking at these other people that usually push respectability politics right doing their cosplay shit like you said right 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 like pushing this like oh no it's about freedom for black women first of all it wasn't about neither of those things it, it was it was about the fact that this was this man's establishment they were asked not to do some shit and, and they, they didn't did stop doing it yeah. and he exploded that's all the situation is. It has nothing to do. They wasn't with in there trying to express themselves as black women. They was in there eating and got drunk and having a good old time. That's not it. thinking about shit. Being being inconsiderate of right, the patrons right. and the, the which the happens in a lot of restaurants every damn day. Right, and you know, and I'm not, and I, again, I even said before, I know what it feels like to be drunk. You're you oh, with yeah. your friends. You, you probably came from somewhere else, or you haven't seen each other in a long time. Whatever it is, you're having a good old time, and you don't, you might not realize you're the loudest people in the fucking restaurant. Right, you right. might not realize ain't nobody else dancing but y'all, right? right? And then sometimes you go to places and y'all be the ones to get the party started, yeah, right? Yeah. So some places, it like, it's, it like, uh, like let's say you're at a place like True Kitchen, and it's a restaurant, but you got one table that's having a good time, and then it's so, but it, they're having such a good time, you are having a good time watching them have a good time then they somehow make it like they start dancing everybody else starts dancing you right. know like i've seen that happen as well so the thing is i can understand from their perspective initially again not after they were told not to initially just having a good old time so i'm not even trying to shame them for that um but i i so i don't like the idea of them having this a whole other conversation about black women wanting to be whores and no. uh, saying okay it's okay to whore and all the twerking is no. totally fine if it was the right establishment to do that yeah that's a bunch of bullshit that's somebody <laughs> that has their own personal agenda trying to insert you know that's just it's just more like own finding into, opportunities to be anti-black yeah women, that's all know? that was and yeah <laughs> I, that, that because when i seen the video i didn't even care that it was a bunch of black women i was just like 
damn, they really are disrespecting this dude's establishment. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was only black women in there. I only saw what I saw in the video. I saw only black people. I saw I black people. Them. I don't know if it was just black women, though. Yeah, you know could, what I'm saying? Yeah, I couldn't tell. So, you, you know. All right, y'all. So that is the end of part one go to again patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks or click the link in the show notes to get part two be good